Welcome back to the pod. Happy to be back. (laughs) Back again. And back at it. Um, Yeah, how has your week been? Like, what have you been up to? I haven't talked to you in a hot minute or have seen you in a hot. I mean, it's been like a week, but I'm acting like I know. That's a lot for us. (laughs) It is. a lot for us. Okay. Codependency is great. Wait, I think Um, it's been like more than a week, like two weeks. Maybe like a week and a half. I think I saw you. Yeah, this Saturday it'll be two weeks, but wow. I'm seeing you tomorrow. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it'll be about two weeks since I last saw you. But from when we see, crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Last saw you in in person, basically. Obviously, mm-hmm. we we see each other through our screens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mana and I are going on a on a Mana and Ish date tomorrow. Mana oh, and Ish is needed. Yes. Yeah. Mana just day of fun, if you will. And if you get the reference, <laughs> you get the reference. Do you know the reference, Vanessa? Is it like from like friends? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause I feel like I've you've said that before. I love saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um really excited for that. But when we're recording this right now, the Super Bowl just happened. It's a week after the Super Bowl. I think we're going to be maybe posting this this episode a little later, but Super Bowl just happened. So yeah, Mana and I were just talking about that before we started recording, but it was fun. I actually enjoyed it. Like, this is the first time where I feel like I actually watched the like, game. Watched the game. Yeah. Yeah. Ishika was sending, like, fly, eagles, fly. Yeah. <laughs> this is so weird coming from her right now. Like, I didn't. <coughs> I was really expecting oh that. Um, no, it's so funny because everyone I was watching it with were, che- were rooting for the Chiefs. Really? And, yeah. Everyone I was watching it with. So I was just trying to be, like, obnoxious. I, I was flying, eagles flying everywhere. Everyone's like, what is going on? I was actually, like, the, the, like, the most loyal eagles fan. <laughs> Wait, why did you pick them over the cheese? Someone had to, I feel like someone had to represent them. <laughs> okay. At the Super Bowl party? At the Super Bowl party. Second of all, I only had a green sweater at my parents' house that day. Okay. So I happened to wear green. Okay. Third of all, the proximity, East Coast. Let's go. Okay. That's true. Like, That's true. Also, like, yeah, I get why. They were also living on the East Coast, I realized. They're not in root for Philly because obviously we're rooting for other East Coast teams. So it's like we would want a different team to win that's not from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, I don't, okay, whatever. I don't have such, such like that, that loyalty. Process. Yeah, yeah, like such yeah. thought process behind it. Come on, someone had to root for them. I was rooting <laughs> for them, okay? I did you get into any arguments with the? Players? No, I didn't. I didn't let that happen. I let the. You know, it's fine. Yeah. But honestly, for a while it was so we fun. were doing really well in the game. It was yeah. such a fun game. The first half, it felt like it was like okay, yeah. we go, like okay, come on, this is so good. Yeah. We got this, and mm-hmm. then it was so fun to watch. It was so fun when it's so <laughs> close. I think. I agree. It was a really good game to watch, and also Rihanna, I think, killed it um she yeah. slayed I was like at a bar so, and I was like singing yeah. <laughs> honestly I didn't realize how many absolute bops Rihanna has bop mm-hmm. bop 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 literally like, one after the other yeah <laughs> literally imagine and if we went to like a full Rihanna concert like how fun that would be yeah I think that's one of my dream concerts. I would love mm-hmm. to go to a running concert. I don't know if she will, but if like that, because she looks like she's pregnant. <laughs> that's another story because like I remember when she first popped up on the TV screen, I like looked around to like who I was sitting with, and I was like, I like don't want to say this in a rude way, but like, is she pregnant? Because <laughs> I don't want to body shame her. It's so funny. I yeah. saw TikTok and I was like, this was me. This girl on TikTok was like, I was like fighting so hard for Rihanna's postpartum body, being like, don't body shape. And then she realized that she was pregnant. The first half, the first half of the, of the first half of the halftime show, I was like, guys, like it, it takes time to bounce back. Like, let's come on. But then also I was like, but she also has like the bit, the best trainers. And she knew like, mm-hmm. I, like I was so confused. Mm-hmm. but she's pregnant yeah she is and i think she like did it like showed it on purpose because like her outfit like really emphasized that area but i felt like i loved her i just felt the production mm-hmm. didn't give as much as i wanted i wanted okay. a little more production 
more possessed. I just yeah, it's probably because it's like a football game and there's like only so yeah. much you can do because it's not like I a feel like Shakira game. and J Lo was like production. Oh, like that. Or like yeah. Katy Perry, it was like she like came from mm-hmm. the sky. I was like, what is going on? And mm-hmm. I also felt like her outfits could have just been like I was expecting like crazy. Obviously, she mm-hmm. always looks good. She looks good mm-hmm. always. Like it's Rihanna, but she killed that. She she herself killed it. I agree. It was very fun to watch. And the bar we were at, I feel like half the people were only there to see her. So after it ended, literally so many people left. That is so funny. (laughs) I was like, I mean, I don't blame you. She's good. And if that's all you want to see, it's fine. (laughs) What is your favorite halftime show in recent? I thought this is one of my favorite. Well, it's my favorite performer. Like, I love her as a performer. I feel like this is one of the only ones that I really remember. I don't really think I even watched the Super Bowl last year. Like, what did I do? Okay. Wait, I'm joking. I did watch it, but I don't remember it. Okay. Who was there last year? Last year, it was Snoop Dogg and Kendrick. Oh, and Do you remember? Okay. Oh, it yes. It was all yes, of them. Yeah. And Mary J. Blige, Eminem. I mean, I out. remember Katy Perry's very well. Yes. Like, just like, okay. I feel like that one's like ingrained in my head. So, her probably this one in Katy Perry's is like really okay. in my head. Yeah. I also love Shakira yeah. and J Lo. Yeah. Like, that one's classic. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Very iconic. But she, Rihanna's one of my favorite performers. I feel like a lot of the other people I don't listen to so much. Yeah. On a, but I love Rihanna. So, like, this was I, really fun. I feel like Dua Lipa would be really good too if they ever Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> because <laughs> she knows how to like perform you know what i mean and like play the stage did you see did you see rihanna plot her little fenty like powder press in the middle no of her performance. she like tap like in the middle like she pulls out like her like they like <laughs> blocked her face and what a good product placement it was it was part of it it was part of it like she like pretended to like so it's like to yeah. show fenty i was like okay get it that's smart honestly yeah um but yeah it was, it was a good a, super bowl day yeah it was really fun what else have i done mm-hmm. um i must think valentine's day came and went we did our valentine's mm-hmm. day episode but valentine's day also happened this week yeah y'all better go listen to that it's all about self-love yeah. it's really good mm-hmm. it's really good i did not do much for valentine's day i have been watching the new the new reality show on netflix mm-hmm. Perfect. wait match. what is it called perfect match yeah have you watched it no, I haven't watched it, but I've seen the the trailer or whatever it is. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty good. Like I like mm. it's pretty good. It's kind I've of watched a you. Have you? Do you like you? Yeah. I, I tried to watch a person of you when it first came out, and you yeah. know, I you know me. I was I like, mean, this yeah, is yeah. this is too. It was just too much for me. I was getting mm-hmm. too freaked out, so I stopped. But I kind of I know what's going on. I like read. Yeah. I like watch TikToks and and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't watch it. Is it good this season? I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, obviously, because, like, I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen it yet because it just came out. But I thought it was really good. Um, I think it was really different from the other seasons because I feel like they had to really differentiate it because there's already been three seasons that were, like, super kind of similar. So this yeah. fourth one, I feel like, was really different. And I also think it probably might be the last season. Um, I think it's interesting and the story's good. So I think you should definitely yeah. go watch it. It was really good. I could see yeah. how that could become repetitive if they keep mm-hmm. the same – same story kind of plot it. you know he like has a thing about like killing people <laughs> a certain girl so um yeah they have to change true. it up a little bit but that was That's really true. good after the altar oh my god <laughs> after the altar has just been because raven was on nick vile's podcast this week yeah mm-hmm. i have it queued up it's like a two-hour podcast and i was like i just need to play it in the background i guess in the next the, throughout the week because I'm also, you know, I love Raven, right, Miles? I, yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. I'm about to pay for her two week, like, her, mm-hmm. like, fitness two week thing. Like, she has this two week challenge. I love mm-hmm. her. Like, I have just loved her so much since the show ended. And it's insanity to. It is crazy. I don't know if you saw some clips on TikTok of, like, her on Nick Files podcast. I did, yeah. But yeah, like, one of them was, like, literally, like, how about. SK like was seeing this girl while they were literally on a trip to like go see her family and then a week later he like leaves and she thinks she he's back at school but instead he's with this other girl and then the girl tries to extort them like it's crazy 
And you know what else she talked about? She was talking yeah. about how like all the girls that he's cheated on her with are are blonde white girls. And she said that like when they were together, he like would make questions like, comments about her appearance. Like there's another TikTok I'll send you, and she was like, I kind of told him one day, I was like, I feel like you don't like how I look. And she's like, That's he kind of admitted that she wasn't his type. It just insane. How can someone? How can she not be your type? Look at her. <laughs> and also how can you lie that much like how can you how for what for who i know i don't know who he's trying to please because like he said no to her and he could have ended it right there yeah it's like actually such a mind f i'm like mm-hmm. so confused i she's a queen though she's an absolute mm-hmm. queen so she slays she does slay after <laughs> the altar in general i'm trying to think of I think they were kind of hard on on Cole. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch it completely, but you can spill okay. the beans. I think they were a little hard on Cole. What did I they just, say? No, they, he just wasn't included in any of the guy hangouts. Oh. Brandon was like, I don't like him anymore. And like, I, and even Zainab, like, it was just, Zainab was very much like, it was a very confrontational. Obviously, she was upset, but I feel like mm-hmm. it was all like, your fault, your fault. And it is his fault. But I just felt like, I felt bad. I felt they like kept they, attacking him. Yeah, it yeah. felt a little bit like he kept getting attacked. But I think yeah. the thing with Netflix is that they're not realizing with their reality shows is they the one thing they don't know how to do is they don't know how to put them out in a timely manner. Because the thing mm-hmm. with reality shows is it's about life. And life changes a year and a half later. So when they mm-hmm. release this reality show a year and a half later, life is so different for all mm-hmm. the people involved. And they're mm-hmm. not, like for example, for example, that's why Love Island works. It's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. and even the bachelor like they'll film it and then they release it right after they film it so mm-hmm. it's not real time but it's like t- still timely yeah like, because like, it's like so crazy because like sk and raven are together in the episode like, and even, it's like it's been a while since like it's you know yeah even watching perfect match that new show they're fully mm-hmm. these people on the show are fully in relationships like Francesca on that show is on that show. She's in a whole relationship on our Instagram since then for for a while with and someone like life, else. With someone else from not from the wow. show. Wow! Like it's just like it's it's like you're watching it knowing that it's not gonna work out. Like she's fully yeah. talk. It's it's just funny. Like I wish they would just. I wish they found a way to be more topical about it. Even these reunions. Yeah. Even the last love is blind after the altar. Like they by the time they released it, nothing was happening like that anymore one of the couples Mm -hmm. had gotten divorced since then it's like this is like this is just not what's going on anymore you have to get better Mm -hmm. with the time Time i think a lot of reality shows shows are like when you get like connected with one of the people on there like you go on their instagram you see what they're up to and like what their life is like and how their life continues after that but if you already know that their life is completely different you don't feel as connected or like more inclined to like watch it because you're like I already know how this is going to play out. What's the exactly. point type of thing? Yeah. Exactly. So, did that, but I feel like other than that, I've had a pretty chill week. Oh my God. Can I tell the crazy story of my ear? <laughs> yeah. yeah, go for it. <laughs> Guys, I had a day yesterday. I know. I, I think I talked about it on the podcast. I got my conch pierced mm-hmm. in December. And it's been healing it's been healing. I've been having some issues with it. But I was like, okay. I went to sleep on Tuesday night. I wake up and I and my right, like it was fine. I clean it. I go to sleep. The next I wake up on Wednesday morning and there's no earring. It's just skin. There's just just skin. And I was like, what is going on? So mm-hmm. I went to the urgent care. Finally I had to go an EN, to an ENT who had to like cut the skin on the top. Like the skin had grown over the earring. Mm-hmm. I now I'm on oral antibiotics and an antibiotic ointment for like oh my God. yeah yeah it's just like I feel like I've been sick or like been taking medicine for so long like how, it's like for, so frustrating but that happened and it was crazy but we're doing good now you know no more earring this is just like wait did you just like wake up one day and it just started hurting and you're like I need to go to urgent care or is it something like that was like developing <laughs> over time well, I didn't see. I went to urgent care because I thought I thought that the earring would have disappeared in my like I couldn't see it. So oh, I was like, "Wow, yeah, it was just yeah. skin. Like there was no earring anymore. The skin had." It happened overnight. Yeah, 
So what? I, so you know what the doctor told me that who took it out? I had to go to an ENT specialist because urgent care was like I can't do this. Send me to another doctor in Manhattan. Yeah. So what he told me was that what happens is like, well, this is really this is kind of graphic, but like mm-hmm. your earring will like, like sometimes it'll make the hole bigger, like the, mm-hmm. it'll press so much. This happened to my nose piercing too. It'll press mm-hmm. down to so the hole, and then it'll just go into your ear, and your skin is is suddenly starts to like cover it up. Because that's what yeah. it, it's trying it to does. heal it. Because mm-hmm. it happened at night. It had been like eight hours. So your skin will very quickly start to heal it. So it already started to try to cover it up. And and like start to grow over it. That's and crazy. It. I know. So it, it I just didn't got pulled know skin the grows that fast. Yeah. yeah. It just got pulled. I guess the, the hole had been forming. Like the imprint. It had been pressing, pressing down. I didn't realize that. It probably just mm-hmm. got pulled in the middle of the night. When I was sleeping. In. And the skin just started... It was, it was a, I don't know. It hurt so bad. It hurt so bad. I felt yeah. so bad for this doctor. We had to take it out. I was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, it's okay. He was like, comforting me as he was doing it. Um, it's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> after, I, okay. after I did, after I did it, he was like, it wasn't as bad as you thought it would be. I was like, no, it wasn't, doctor. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, crazy. Crazy, crazy. But tell me about your week, please. How's your week been? Mm. What did I do this past weekend? Oh, I went to the ballet, which I talked about, which was really, really fun. Had a Super Bowl day, which was also very, very fun. I went to a bar with like some of our friends and that was just like a fun, chill day. And then this week... Honestly, I haven't really done much. I've just been like working. Just like a lot of stuff has just been different. And I feel like we'll talk about that more when we talk about the topic of this podcast because like a lot of what I'm going to talk about now kind of like pertains to that. But like work has just been like crazy for me right now. And it's just like learning how to navigate that. So I've just spent a lot of time like thinking. Um, Valentine's Day was also this week, which is really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> Should I even talk about it on the pod? I don't know. <laughs> Milo, this is laughing. So much laughing. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, should I? Okay, you maybe had plans, I don't. You had plans on Valentine's Day. I had Valentine's yes. plans that you enjoyed. I'm leaving okay. that in. I'm leaving that part in. Okay, leave it. Yeah. Leave it. Um, um, yeah, Valentine's Day plans. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. also going to say, okay, first tell us about your Valentine's Day plans, and I'll ask my question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I had a normal day. I didn't go to the office that day, and then I went to dinner, and then went to go get cake from literally one of my favorite places, Brooklyn. Oh, not Brooklyn. Little Cupcake Bake Shop. And they have this cupcake, this cake that's, like, super popular there called the Brooklyn Blackout. However, they did not have that one that night because like, maybe it was a busy day. It was also like later, it was like 9 p.m. So it wasn't, you know. And they had it in cupcake form, but I like to get the cakes when I go. So I tried a new flavor and it was called banana chocolate chip. And it was so good, 100%. Like that's going to be my second favorite flavor now. So good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember we were talking about the Valentine's Day episode, what we're going to do on Valentine's Day. You said you wanted to get yourself chocolate cake. Look what it. happened! This is what I'm saying. Things just played out. It's so funny because, like, where we went to dinner, I was like, literally after that, I was like, "Do I get dessert?" And I was like, "Oh, let me see how far a little cookie bakes up." Point one mile. Like, I was like, "I." It's meant, meant to, be. to be. You're meant to have it. I'm meant to have that piece of cake. I feel like I manifested it because I was talking about it so much in our last episode. Um, but yeah, and then I guess one <laughs> new thing. Like, I guess, like, fun thing that I did this week. Um, I've been trying to, like, I have class pass. So, like, it's really been really fun to, like, try different classes. And something that I've been really loving lately is this class called Rumble Tread. And it's very similar to Barry's. But I can never get a spot at Barry's who is always booked at, like, right after work. Like, it's so hard to get it unless I'm, like, waiting. So I'm not doing that. So Rumble Tread is basically... Rumble, the original one is boxing and weights, but they started a new one, which is treadmills and weights, which is literally the same thing as Barry's. Like it's literally copycat. Um, 
So yeah, it's really fun. I feel like it really pushes me because sometimes when I work out by myself, like if I'm running especially, I will stop. But if I'm like running a lot at a workout class, like I feel like I really push myself a lot more. Um, so that yeah. was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, th- I do the same thing, especially on the treadmill. When I'm <laughs> alone, and someone teaches me, let me just decrease that a little bit. <laughs> the speed, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Mm. How was the ballet? That's what I was going to ask about. I, you yeah, know, that- I remember you t- yeah, we talked about it mm-hmm. off the podcast. So how was that experience? Like, was it fun? So Did you go again? I do. Yeah, I feel like it was just like such a fun experience and like such a like different experience. It was at the Lincoln Center, which I've never been to, and it was such a nice like auditorium. Something that I thought was so cute, like the amount of old people that were in one room. I think it's like seventy percent like elderly people. <laughs> like, like 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 sixty five plus, you think? Yeah. Yeah. There was like this cute little couple next to us that were just like chatting with us the whole time. It was so funny because they have like 50 years on that. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it was really fun. It was like really fun and like a great experience. And I think everyone should go. Um, we yeah. bought the tickets during like Broadway week. So it was like buy one, get one 50% off or something. So it was a really good deal. We like dressed up, went to, got Italian food before. It was such a like New York thing, like dinner and a show, you know. What? So was there like was it a specific performance? Like we're like, mm. how do I? Say? Remember I was saying like I watched Frankenstein yeah. last time. Like what was so, it called? I don't think there was for mine. It was like some winter special or something. So oh, like the okay. first twenty okay. minutes was some skit, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a show because I know they have like Swan Lake or like yeah, you know, like okay. we just said Frankenstein like those, and then. It was, like, first 20 minutes, I was intermission, and there was, like, a bunch of just, like, other little dances, like, solos and, like, group ballet dances. Oh, and, um, okay. Yeah. So, it's more like so a showcase. Like, yeah, yeah, it looked like a showcase. Um, but it was, oh. it was really fun. Yeah, I think it's really yeah. fun to just, like, dress up and do stuff like that. Yeah. Also, ballet is such a hard sport. Like, watching people mm-hmm. do that makes it feel like, oh, shit. Like, These people yeah. are muscular. Like, it's mus- such a hard sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to become a professional um, ballet dancer, I mean, there's so many movies, so many documentaries. <laughs> it's it's insane. Like the it is. But they're so cool. That's so fun. Yeah. It was very fun. I highly recommend if you're in New York, visiting New York, go to the ballet. Or just, like, go to a show at the Lincoln Center. I feel like it's such a cool auditorium place. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. No, you're, honestly, mm-hmm. you talking about it is making me want to go. Because yeah. I loved it when I went last time. And I'm like, I kind of want to. That's so mm-hmm. fun very fun experience well, I want to go um, I really want to go to the symphony also like I would love to, mm-hmm. to see something like that like yeah let's see so I think the Lincoln Center is like separated into three buildings one's the opera one's the ballet and I think that the other one is the symphony oh and it's yeah I want to go to the opera too because <laughs> first I thought the opera was just like one lady singing but like it's actually like a skit oh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's actually like a show <laughs> I thought it was like one lady singing. I don't know. Yeah, I think opera. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna make me maybe sound ignorant, but I feel like opera is more of the style of singing. You know, mm-hmm. like the style that of makes singing, sense. And, and now they center like a show around. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just like because whenever you think of opera, or you think of like movies and TV shows. Well, there was a show just like one lady just like singing opera. Yeah. 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 Um, honestly, okay, you you mm-hmm. honestly inspired me. Okay, let's go. To, let's go to the opera. Yeah, really I'm down. To... Okay. I'm down. We'll look into great it. Great night. Came home at 11. Did my skincare. Went to bed. It was great. Had a full night <laughs> it rest. Was, it was really nice to not be hungover on the weekend for once. I will tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Such a good feeling to like have the whole day ahead of you. Wake up early on the mm-hmm. weekend and be like, I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Do you I get don't... hangovers? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you don't, or you just, like, sleep enough, so it's not as bad. But I do feel tired, so what will happen Mm -hmm. is I'll just be, like, I feel like I lose half the day, because I just Mm -hmm. don't, like, I don't, like, want to get up early. Like, Masa, I feel like you will get up after a night out. This girl will be up at 7, like, going. (laughs) Because I forced myself. Yeah. Seriously, by the time I'm up, she's gotten up, gotten a bagel, gotten coffee, consumed the bagel, gone on a walk. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> you know what it is? Because like every time I drink, I like can't sleep. So I'll be like up at seven thirty eight, and I'm like, 
you have so much anxiety when you like wake up after you drink a lot so like I have to like get outside get some fresh air get some food and like walk around and then usually on those days they end up sleeping at like 8 p.m oh to catch up yeah yeah so what happened to me is I'll sleep in and then I feel like by the time I actually get my bearings get food in me and like I'm ready half the day is gone and I'm like so not so what just happened mm-hmm. I hate it because I feel like it just eats into my next day yeah no I feel that yeah okay that was a long chat of a catch <laughs> but I think we should get into the topic of the fad yeah yeah let's get into a topic mm-hmm. um I Ma and I were thinking about, you know, when we're thinking about like a topic, what we want to talk about today. I I think we've been feeling similar emotions, maybe. Feelings, yeah. Yeah. And I think something I've been trying to think of how to say this, something I've been dealing with, I think, since the year started almost, I feel, or recently, I almost feel a little bit like I'm trying to figure out what my boundaries are socially mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. that I haven't before. Like, I feel like I've been doing, I've been going out more and I've been in different social situations and suddenly I'm like, what are my new boundaries as an adult of mm-hmm. of, of what I want to be doing? Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if boundaries is the right term in terms of socially, but it's almost like, what are my, what are my, what do I like? What are my new values? It's like, I feel a little bit lost if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm in this in-between stage, kind of trying to figure out all these things. You said it very well, because like, like you just said, we're both are very, feeling very similarly right now, whether it be yeah. in like work, uh, friends, socially, relationships, like all of that. It's like, how can I create time for that but also create time for myself but also it's like what do I want to be spending my Saturday morning doing like do I want to spend my Saturday morning being hungover do I want to spend my Saturday morning I don't know like going on a photo shoot with my friend something like that yes um it's like understanding like how to be like I am dedicating this time of the day to this and I have to make sure that I'm doing that and then I could still hang out with my friends but it's like kind of finding the balance between that. And you know mm-hmm. what it is for me also and I don't know if anyone else out there listening can relate. I almost think that the way I viewed myself socially, what I like to do as a kid or as a kid, I'm going to say in quotes, up until now, up until my young adult, my early 20s, was very much based on maybe what people around me told me or what I other people's values. And, and now mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand, well, what do I like to do? Mm-hmm. And what, what do I want my life to look like as, an, as my own adult self? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like suddenly dealing with this recently for the first time where mm-hmm. it's almost like, what I like to do doesn't have to be the same as what everyone, all my friends like to do. Yeah. And what, how I want to spend my free Your time, time. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the same way. And I feel like I'm until now, it's either influenced by my family from before mm-hmm. or my friends. I, I, I haven't been able to sort out what is, what is my, like, feeling. feeling what of is, it or what do I want? Mm-hmm so crazy how we're both going through like a very similar feeling right now (laughs) um I love how you said that because it's like kind of understanding like it's so hard to even know like how are we supposed to know like what we like and like ah, put that out there or even like I think this goes well into like how to create boundaries and like how to make that time because I think it can sometimes be difficult to like want to express the things that you want to do because it can be different from what everyone else might want to do because it's so much easier to be like if all your friends are doing one thing it's so much easier to just like do that because like you're not really putting any effort or thought into it and yeah you're gonna have fun like I'm not saying you're not going to but is it like really what you want to be doing that's the real question and yeah. it's so hard to stray away from that when like a lot of who you know are like going towards one thing and this is a really good example I want to say mm-hmm. and so me and Manasa are our are, are best friends are going on a trip this year and mm-hmm. we both decided not, that we're not going to go on it and mm-hmm. personally that's the first time that I have said 
I don't know how because I have like I don't have FOMO but it's almost like well I want to be part of it too like all my best friends are going somewhere I don't usually feel FOMO but I think mm-hmm. a little bit it's like well I, I'm gonna feel like I want to be with my friends like I would usually I would be the person who would go along even if I don't want to just yeah. because it's easy it's fun and it, it'll be fun all my friends mm-hmm. are gonna be there but it, like you know and I think another thing is like as an adult it's also like where do I want to spend my money because now it's like you're spending your own money where do mm-hmm. I spend my time and energy because all those things are so like like sacred like yeah those things are not easy they're they're mm-hmm. things I don't want to just give away to things to like opportunities or situations that I don't want to be in mm-hmm. so we both that's, are going on this trip and I, I that's the first time I've done it I'm really proud of myself yeah that's honestly a really good example of that because like for me even that was like one of the first times I've done that because it's so easy for me to just be like let's do it. Let's go. You know, this is easy. You guys are planning it like might as well. But it's also like, what value are we getting out of that? It's tough because like, honestly, we would have had a fun time too. But it's like, also like, we have all these other places that we also want to go to. So like, why, why miss out on things that we want to do just so we can kind of please others or just like, make it easier. Yeah, I have felt this way. I feel this way socially a lot. I and me and Mas have talked about this. I think we both are very similar in the sense that mm-hmm. when it comes to social situations and plans, we go with the flow. We mm-hmm. very much will. We don't. We don't end up being the planners mm-hmm. usually in our friend group. Yeah. We will. We're very much the people. Okay, you want to do that? We'll be there. Just let us know when. And so it, sometimes I feel like with me. Tell me if you feel this way. I feel like then because I go with the flow so much. Sometimes the things that I do want to do, I have a hard time saying or a hard time, like, asserting because I'm yeah. so used to being ever so used to me being the person that okay, she's just gonna and like she's just gonna go along, which I want to usually, I do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sometimes you have an opinion, and I I, don't, I I am unable to voice it in that moment. One hundred percent, literally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I have been feeling that a lot lately because I think like. I was writing down at the top of this year, I wrote down a lot of the things that I wanted to start doing more of this year, like doing more art or being more creative, like going outside, taking more pictures of things, like doing that kind of stuff. So like, how can I assert the things that I want to do on that? And I, I am going to give an example of someone who I think just like does it really well. Like one of my good friends that I've met through social media online she is just so good at like making sure like she gets done what she wants to get done or like she does the things that she loves to do and through that she essentially finds people who like doing similar things um yeah and I just like am so inspired by that because like she has been like really having all these like creative ambitions and all these things and she's like really getting after it and she just like prioritizes that but she also is able to like still keep the people that she wants but also prioritize the things that she wants okay like I feel like the best way to like try to create that boundary is honestly advice that I need to take myself is like you don't have to say yes to everything like you you are gonna see your friends like honestly like every week or every other week it's okay if you don't go to one thing just because you want to do something else that you might want to to do more yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and also there's a TED talk I watched on this such a good TED talk Mm -hmm. I, I think, I don't remember the name of it, but she talks about how to say no. Mm-hmm. How to say no respectfully. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we think that no is, you, you, like you're, you're scared to say no. But mm-hmm. this is the truth of the matter. If you say it in, to someone in a timely manner, so you're not canceling on them last minute, respectfully in a nice way, there's nothing wrong with it. There is yeah. nothing wrong with it. Agreed. And, you know what I do? This is, I'm really, I'm really, uh, what's the word? Guilty of this, okay? I don't like to say no, so I just won't say no. I'll mm-hmm. I'll I'll say maybe, and then but I know that I don't want to go, or mm-hmm. that you know, or that I'll be unable to, and I I have such a hard time. So I'm really trying to work on straight up saying no. no I cannot make it mm-hmm. right away. Yeah, that's so crazy because I do that too. I'll be like, I'll let you know. like give me two days and I'll let you know let me just think about it and but the whole time my first answer when I probably read it was probably like no I don't want to go or I can't go 
but why do we do that is it like a sense of like wanting I think it's like a people pleasing tendency to be honest because you don't want to let you think that you're letting the other person down by saying no yes and and when you it's like tough because like I I love how you just said it if you do it in a timely manner and you let them know from the beginning like it's fine say I was planning a birthday a month from now and I knew I'm going on a trip that weekend I definitely know that I'm not going to go instead of being like I'll let you know what if my trip gets canceled I don't know just be like no because then they don't have to like think about like being responsible for you and that kind of thing and sometimes yeah. you just don't feel like going. You don't even have mm-hmm. to be double booked. You can just be like, I would rather not. Mm-hmm. A, because I don't, that, those people being there won't serve me. That situation mm-hmm. won't serve me. Mm-hmm. I would, you can actually just be like, you don't even have to give a reason. You don't even have to say, I have other plans. That's the thing. I think we feel guilty. You can like just be like, no, I won't be able to make it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the invite. Literally. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to feel obligated, which we do. Yeah. I do. I do it. You, we both do it. Why do we do it? I don't know why we do it. <laughs> it's hard. It's tough. It's it's confusing sometimes. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. It is. I totally feel that way. And I'm trying to make a conscious decision. And these are all, I almost feel like, first world issues. Like, I feel so lucky that I have friends that want to do things with me. That I have mm-hmm. the means to do these things. But, like, mm-hmm. I felt like... If I'm spending, for example, like going on going on trips or or spending money on things like this, I'm like, there are so many things that I want to do, and sometimes I feel like even after spending this money, if I feel unfulfilled, then that's like that's not good. That's not yeah because it's yeah. you know we work hard for that kind of stuff, and especially yes. when you see that kind of value, it it brings a little bit of a like light or light bulb into your mind, and it makes you want to think about like how you want to spend that like in a way that you yes. like. Yeah. Yes. And like even my PTOs, for example, those are scarce. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't have a lot. So I'm yeah. not trying to. That's, you have to think about it too. I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a mm-hmm. lot of free days. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it, it is hard. It is hard mm-hmm. to, to like juggle all of that. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think that it's funny because I think we will deal with it very similarly yeah, now that I think about we do. it. Yeah. We do. And it's like, it's. I'm like learning because I think like I I have got like the 50-50 of being like I can say no but then there are times when I'm like I don't know why I feel like I'm going to disappoint that person because if someone were to tell me in the beginning like when nothing was really planned out I wouldn't really care it's like you know yeah agreed Agreed. creating boundaries is tough because it's like prioritizing yourself and sometimes you can feel like you're being selfish but you're not especially I mean you are a little bit but it's a good way (laughs) I mean you're being selfish but you should be selfish yeah with Mm -hmm. your with your energy and your time Mm -hmm. like you should Mm -hmm. but I think it's also harder when you don't really know what you like yet like Mm -hmm. that's what I'm dealing with are you like I feel like I'm also trying to figure out well what do I like do I do Mm -hmm. I want to be there yeah And, and you know what it is I think it's like this is being in your this is what becoming an adult is and being in your early 20s means mm-hmm. but like talking about boundaries and how to set them I think you said it really well it's like saying no when you have to and also changing your mind like you could go to something and be like I don't want to do that again like you're yeah. allowed to like allowed to change your mind mm-hmm. you know and figure it out it's really important I think to like put yourself first in situations where you don't feel like you're going to get the energy you want from that and you know like there's some times where I do feel like you should push yourself to like want to go to certain things just because you never know how it could end up but it's like kind of like weighing like how much value you're putting into it if that makes any sense and I think there's a difference between between stepping out of your comfort zone and Mm -hmm. doing something you just don't want to like you aren't comfortable with or maybe Mm -hmm. not even uncomfortable but you just don't feel like like Mm -hmm. yes there's a difference between being inhibited because of fear or dislike mm-hmm. like if it's mm-hmm. dislike don't do it if you're yeah. scared then that's about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because you want mm-hmm. to do it you're just scared mm-hmm. yeah 
it's a tough battle, but I think it's like really important to talk about, especially when we're in an era of like doing things like on our own now and like we're like living our like very independent lives. It's like really important to like prioritize and like vision how like we want our lives to look like and what kind of things are important to us and what fills our souls. Yeah. And I also almost feel like living in a city like New York, everyone's mm-hmm. doing stuff. Do you feel that mm-hmm. way? It's yeah. always so busy. It's like go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Everyone has plans. Everyone's doing something. And, and I'm like, like, do I have to be? It's like, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel pressured to mm-hmm. be constantly doing something. On, or like doing yeah. something physically. Sometimes mm-hmm. like doing nothing in quotes, like is doing something though. You're like relaxing. Or sometimes you're just working mm-hmm. on on your creative pursuits at like not in the not in front of everyone. But mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like everyone is so like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You, I feel pressure sometimes to like what about me? So I was just thinking about like now that we're talking about boundaries and stuff like that, how people how do you think people can even go about creating boundaries or even you know being aware of it in the first place because I think that's honestly the most important step yeah I think you're right I think being aware of it is the most important step and I think you the way you become aware of your boundaries is just by noticing what makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. noticing what makes you uncomfortable and notice what doesn't make you feel energized mm-hmm. what doesn't fill your cup or make you feel full after mm-hmm. and I think that's a really that's a big indicator. Yeah. Maybe this isn't something that I want, yeah. that I feel. Also, I feel like our gut tells us. You, you kind of feel, you know how you feel about certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think it's really important to listen to your gut. Like, honestly, your gut knows the right decision right when it comes. And I think a lot of times we tend to ignore our gut feeling because we're like, uh, you know, because you don't want to listen to it. But it is right. And it goes into play in so many different ways. Like, for example, when you go to a restaurant and your first maybe one or two options is probably what you want the most. So, like, get that. Because, like, there has been so many times where I've gone to a restaurant and I'm like, Oh, no, I'm not going to get that. I get something else and I don't even end up liking it. And the whole entire meal, I'm like regretting it. I'm like, I should have got the first thing. Like, I knew I should have followed yes. my gut. Um, your gut is like always right. I think it's so great to just like listen to it. So now a lot of times when I go to restaurants and when the menu is really long, I pick the first thing that like I'm drawn towards and I'm like, close. Yeah. No. <laughs> the first thing that makes that, that you, the thing that you initially that you think I want that, you go mm-hmm. with it literally because you know you're gonna like it like your gut is telling you and you're it's you know why pick something else than that don't, that you really don't want when you could just get what you actually yes. want <laughs> Bro, honestly i think learning how to how to be how to not be indecisive how to just mm-hmm. be decisive in your thoughts and feelings is such a powerful it is a powerful slay move <laughs> it's so powerful Monica. it's so slay <laughs> <laughs> and for women in in specific yeah I think women in general like we female intuition first of all we know we know mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. second of all freaking be confident about it i think sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like uh, even be even being confident or feeling like i know what i want i know what i want to do sometimes you mm-hmm. feel like that comes across like too much it does it comes across like too much too intimidating mm-hmm. but that is so powerful bro to, I struggle so much with indecisiveness, and that's and especially with, with small shit like that. Like you mm. with ordering food at food at, at a restaurant, I <laughs> I never know what to get. I always do that. Literally, I am also like an indecisiveness. Maybe it's Libra in me. Maybe it's whatever. But I think it's like a thing of like honestly, I think I'm indecisive because I just want to please others. I just like want someone else to feel happy but what about me like what do I want you know and like you you, I love how you said like as women it's like a little more difficult to express what we want because we don't want to feel like we're too much because for so long people think like women shouldn't be too much don't be loud be quiet just like put your head down type of thing but no we should be confident we should be expressing our feelings and obviously don't make decisions that are going to hurt other people but like if yeah. it's not going to do anything to anyone then go like voice your opinion make that decision get yeah. that thing on the menu that you actually want yes yes yes, yes. also goes obviously this goes into career and like yeah. bigger things but also just goes into smaller things like mm-hmm. when you're at a restaurant with your friends or mm-hmm. vocalize what you want mm-hmm. like or even and this also again goes into career. Like I feel like women are perceived as bossy, right? Yeah. If, if we are, 
vocal. Yeah, this is so love how you're talking about this because I have also been learning how to like create boundaries in the workplace. Um, Recently, I've had to take on a lot more responsibility or like, not that I have a lot more work. It's just like, I am put in this like more important position of like making more decisions. And it can be tough when like there's four guys on the meeting and I'm the only girl and I'm the youngest person also it's scary and honestly I'm still kind of overwhelmed by it because it can be tough to like voice your opinion like in my head what's going through my head is like they're not gonna like my idea they're not gonna like what I say I'm scared like that type of thing but I think it's like better to just like voice your opinion if they don't agree they don't agree but voice your opinion they might end up loving it or they just like the fact that you're speaking up because then they'll come they'll come to you later because they'll start to trust you more and want to hear from you more. They'll be like, oh, like she has good ideas. Let's invite her to this meeting, that type of thing. It's better to speak out than stay quiet. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad mm-hmm. you shared that. That is so true. And I can totally understand how that would be intimidating. Totally. Mm-hmm. Especially totally. being young in the corporate world. It's only been two years for us. Yes. Like, yes. These people have like 20 years of experience on us, you know? So they've, think of it like this like they've also been in our place so like don't compare yourselves to them because it's for them it's like so easy for them to just like say whatever they want because they know mm-hmm. but yeah know that it's the learning process that, yeah the thing is that you have the idea too like you have the opinion so mm-hmm. it's such a waste to feel it to mm-hmm. to like and you know what the the worst that could happen is that you learn from it and they yeah. learn that you're vocal and that mm-hmm. you can articulate your thoughts and you think through things like mm-hmm. you know I think we're also scared of failure right you're scared mm-hmm. of you're scared of like failure rejection being let down yeah. yeah 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 but honestly being rejected or being let down leads you to better things so like it's okay put yourself out there it can be scary and our body's first response is always to be scared and be in fear that's just like our natural human like response to anything um but you just need to push past that fear and you know remind yourself give yourself those affirmations that you're competent and that you have good ideas you know what I tell myself Mm -hmm. um well there's two things I tell myself first of all have you ever watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yes (laughs) the first first episode she talks about this I watched the first episode and it still stuck with me to this day she says Mm -hmm. you can do anything hard for 10 seconds just do it for 10 seconds and then do it for 10 more and 10 more Mm -hmm. and 10 more Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you did it. Yeah. Like, I think we can just get scared to say to speak in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a call like that, right? Mm-hmm. Just speak. Just do it for 10 seconds. You can do anything yeah. hard for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think I, that's really important. Yeah. This is so true, especially in the workplace. Like, say you're in a meeting that's, like, 30 minutes long. If you speak within the first five minutes, the rest of the meeting becomes comfortable. Yeah. Because if you just keep waiting, you're never going to say anything. Yes. Either it becomes too late. Or it's just like, ah, uh, at this point, it doesn't even matter. So, like, yeah, you might you as well just say head. something. You were yeah. so much time to think about it. Yeah. Just, like, break past it, say it, even if it's not that much of value. Then the rest of the meeting just tends to get a lot easier, and you just feel comfortable because you realize that these are just people. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think I'll, to, I'll do that, too, in a meeting. Like, I'll, I won't even say anything of value. At least I'll at least talk. Like, mm-hmm. I'll at least make a point to, like, speak so I get over the initial fear mm-hmm. of speaking. Mm-hmm. And then you start voicing your opinions. I agree. It's just to get more comfortable. And that's what like breaking past fear always does. You know, you start to feel feel comfortable in uncomfortable settings. Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing I do, Marissa, no, I think you know this. I've told you this. What? Um, I'll just say I think I can. I think you, oh, you, yeah. know, you know that, <laughs> that uh, yeah. little engine that could. Mm-hmm. I will do that. I remember one time we were studying abroad. We were, we were walking up this long, like long hill in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. Arthur Seat. We were like going mm-hmm. on this hike. I was getting tired and I was like, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And so I won't let myself think that I can. Like that's the affirmation that I'll tell myself. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to reframe it as. I think I can. Mm-hmm. I think I can. I just do it. Yeah. I love that. Even something that I do, especially when it comes to the gym, I have been running a lot lately and it I think for running especially is a really good example of like pushing past what your body you think your body can do. And yeah. like if like when you're running, I think a lot of the times we think like, oh, I'm not gonna make it to the mile point, like I can't do it, like I'm getting tired. But if you keep reminding yourself, like giving yourself that affirmation or I I think I can or like just like 
breathing and like pushing past that, like you'll realize that your body is capable of doing a lot more than you think you can. Like our bodies are so strong and so capable. And I'm so grateful that we have, you know, like healthy bodies that can allow us to do that. So it's like pushing past that, reminding yourself. I love that affirmation, especially when you're like in a place of like activity. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the longest yeah. time, I thought like when I'm sprinting on a treadmill, I can't go past 8.5, 9, the speed. Especially when you're sprinting, you can go pretty fast. So one day I was at a workout class and I put 9 on the treadmill and I did it. And it's scary. I kept telling myself like, oh, I can't do that. I'm too scared yeah. to go past 9. I can't go past 9. So one day I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And I it did, did it. it. And it just gets easier. And then you're like, next time I can do even more. Back to 9.1. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing, last thing I want to say is that when you're talking about running the mile, mm-hmm. you just make it, don't make it, break it into smaller things. Make mm-hmm. it smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the 10 second thing what we were saying, right? Like just do the first point one mile mm-hmm. and then do the next point one mm-hmm. and then do the next point one. I think when we think of something, we think of the whole end outcome, it can feel so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it's just one step in front of another. Yeah. So just think of the first step. And then mm-hmm. worry about the next ones. Once you do yeah. the first one, then you take the next, then you take the next. Yeah, you don't, don't need to have to, you don't yeah. have to run the whole mile in one day. It might take a week or two to get up to it. But just or maybe even, one lap a day. <laughs> yeah, or even when you are running it, don't think, oh my god, I have to run a whole mile. You're gonna run the mile. But think I'm yeah. gonna do point one mile. When you know what's point one mile, you're gonna you're gonna think I'm gonna do another point one. I'm gonna do another yeah. point one. You're like, oh, that's not one. that bad. Let me just keep going. Yeah. yeah. I think, think listen to the music focus on the music focus on something oh. else okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> music. yeah I think like a lot of it is like a mental thing like our bodies are so strong and so fast like you, we can do those things but it's just such like a mental battle to like push past that yeah. a lot of running is mental a lot of a lot of things are all just like mental battles that we have to overcome I have felt so similarly about the gym recently, Manasa. I've mm-hmm. always not thought of myself as athletic. I've never thought mm-hmm. I was athletic. And mm-hmm. recently I'm like, no, but your body is no different than anyone else's body. Why yeah. are you? Like, I can do those push-ups. Who said yeah. I can? Yeah. yeah. I can run a fast mile if I try. I've mm-hmm. always thought that I couldn't. I've always thought that I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm just starting to reframe. I'm definitely in the early stages of this process. I still feel mm-hmm. that way about my <laughs> journey. But yeah. I'm starting to reframe that. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we give ourselves that identity of like I can only do push up two push-ups that's it that's just how I am but yeah. no you can be that girl who could do 20 like who said you can't yeah oh my god this is so this makes me this made me feel inspired I'm so inspired right now such yeah. A, yeah yeah this okay. is such a good episode I'm gonna do an extra couple in the gym tomorrow extra couple. yeah and I'm going yeah. on a run tomorrow I'm gonna do an extra lap Oh my god, Masa, I have to talk to you about running after this because I want to start and I've just mm-hmm. had a really hard time. So after this, we will have a discussion. Please tell me okay. about your running journey. <laughs> I would like to also go on my own. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think that's going to be the end of this week's podcast episode. I personally love this episode and I feel very inspired right now. Yeah. Especially because I was like in this little bit of a rut this week with work and just feeling a little stressed. So I think this was a very topical episode for both of us. Okay. Yeah. And I hope you guys I enjoyed it as much. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, good one to listen to when you're like, you need a little bit of motivation. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we have. Um, as always, I definitely go give us a little five stars on Spotify or Apple Music. I've seen that some of you guys have been and it helps our episodes so, so, so much. So keep doing that. You know, show the love. We love it. Um, also, go follow us everywhere. You guys know the drill. But yeah. Thanks so much for listening and you'll hear us. Thank you. Bye. Bye.